casually watching the verses. <laughs> casually. And I saw you pop up there. I mean, Gucci Mane, all of that. <laughs> like, I saw you pop on the screen. What, why is it important to meet people where they are? Because if you want people to believe that their lives can change, you've got to be in the places where they are. So they see that you care about them and that it's a legitimate and authentic engagement. I'm maybe not the normal audience for <laughs> Jeezy versus Gucci Mane, but I knew that the people watching would yeah. care about that, and I wanted them to know that we care about them. I, when you wait for people to come to you, you're gonna be waiting a long time, and voting is so important. The ability to control your future is so grounded in how we show up. My responsibility is if I'm going to ask you to show up for an election, I've got to show up for you. So we won. Okay, I'm an athlete. I'm going to take a win. We won. Yes. We flipped the state. Okay, I'm excited because this is my first political win. I'll call that. Yeah. Um, but what should voters be on the lookout for? Like, what should we be vigilant about? Number one, we need to celebrate this victory. Yes. Winning matters. It reminds us that more is possible. Uh, but it's also a call to action. Because just because you win once doesn't mean you give up. You gotta keep going. And what I want people to remember is that we've only gotten part of the job done. For progress to come, for us to get COVID relief, for us to get access to jobs, access to justice, for us to see the change we were voting for, we've gotta make certain we've got a whole team. And so this election is about sending those last two members of the team to Washington, D.C. And so we need to be vigilant about one misinformation you have the right to vote. If you are registered in the state of Georgia, you have the right to participate, you have the right to vote. Two, the election was not rigged. <laughs> what we did was mitigate voter suppression. We made it easier for people who were eligible to vote to actually participate. That's called progress, and that's the only thing we should call it. But number three, we need people to know this is a short runway, that by January 5th, that is last call. <laughs> And so if you haven't shown up, if you haven't put your voice in there, then people are going to assume that you don't want the changes that we're talking about, that you don't want COVID relief dollars to come to Georgia, that you don't want to see racial justice actually get an audience and get you know, legislation done. We need to know that it takes all of us to participate in the system, and we have to be vigilant about ignoring those telling us to be quiet. And we've got to be vigilant about knowing our voices, our power, as you put it, our power is real and our power must be heard. Ooh, wait a minute. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay, so, I mean, we're talking about power. We're talking about using that power. For someone that wants to get involved, where should they go? What should they do if they want to be a part of this? Because, I mean, when people see you winning, people want to win exactly. too. So what should they do? Look, winning is contagious. Yes, sir. It, it feels good. <laughs> and having grown up in the South, I'm like you, I'm not used to this feeling. So <laughs> I want to keep it going. And that means we need people to help. There are a lot of voters who don't know their own power, who don't understand how the process works. They may know they want to vote for one of the, the candidates. They may not know there are two candidates yeah. on the ballot for Senate. And we have someone running for a public service commission, which is about whether or not you pay high, high bills for your utilities. Come on now. And so we need folks to volunteer to let people know what's at stake. Civics for the Culture, the campaign we created, is designed to bring in those people who didn't necessarily think it was for them, yeah. but it's for all of us. And if they go to fairfight.com, they can sign up 
or they can go to helpwingeorgia.com and they get all the information they need to, to help us get this done. Listen, that's a fact, okay? Because I didn't necessarily feel like politics was for me until I realized politics is for me. So what is it, Fair Fight? Fairfight.com or helpwingeorgia.com. But I'll, I'll say this. I've heard people tell me I'm not into politics, but I want to remind them you may not be into politics, but politics is into you. Hello, thank you. It decides whether you make a minimum wage. It decides whether you get a stimulus check. Yep. It decides whether you get charged with a misdemeanor or a felony. Mm -hmm. It decides whether your parents get the kind of retirement they've earned. Politics sees us, even if we don't want to be seen. And the reality is if it wasn't so important, they wouldn't be working so hard to stop so press us. It. Come on now. <laughs> okay, so we talked about protecting your power. We talked about how you can get involved. If you could give a gift for a better future, what would that be? It would be the end of voter suppression. Mm -hmm. I've been focused on voting rights since I was 17. I was wow. a freshman at Spelman College, lonely freshman sitting on the Manly Plaza with a table. <laughs> Nobody paid attention to me. <laughs> I was a freshman in college. I was 17. I set up a table. Uh, Manly Plaza where all the students from the Atlanta University Center mm -hmm. would come together and nobody came to my table. But I knew that the right to vote was so important. At the time though, I was working on the right to expand voting. I wanted more people, especially young people, to understand that their votes could change things. Mm -hmm. I lived at, on the campus, but instead of having grocery stores outside, we had liquor stores. Mm -hmm. And I understood that if we spent time at City Hall, we could stop the zoning laws that changed who got to come into our neighborhoods. But it was hard to get people to pay attention. I grew up with parents who were involved in the civil rights movement as teenagers, and my dad was arrested when he was 14 trying to get the right to vote for people who were older than him. But he understood, even at the age of 14, that the power to choose your future is fundamental and it is profound. And so I've always believed in the right to vote, but it wasn't until 2013 when they gutted the Voting Rights Act. They essentially said racism was over and that everyone had the right to vote and we didn't need protection. And when that happened, the floodgates opened and so many people who wanted to hold on to their power but didn't care about the folks that they served did everything they could to restrict who had access, especially here in Georgia. What I want people to understand is that the right to vote is how we shape the future. In a democracy, it is the only way we tell our leaders what we want, and more importantly, it's how we pick who those leaders are. I don't want to concede to anyone my power. I don't want to give anyone the authority to tell me who I'm going to be and the world I'm going to live in if I don't get to have a voice in it. And that's what we're talking about. When we participate in this election, when we vote for two U.S. Senators, what we are saying out loud is that we want a better future. We want a future where people see us, where they hear us, and where they believe we are entitled to the same desires and the same opportunities as anyone else. That's the gift I want people to have. The gift of knowing the profound nature of their voice is not going to be mitigated, is not going to be harmed, is not going to be suppressed. If we can end voter suppression and people can participate, we'll get the world we deserve. Your gift would be end voter suppression. My gift would be people to protect their power. We can all actually do a little bit of that yeah. coming up right now, starting December 14th. We can all kind of give that gift to each other. Voting isn't magic. We can't change the world by picking one person or voting in one election. Voting is a process. And for those of us who believed in protest, 
We protest in the streets to tell the world what we want, to tell our leaders what we want. We protest at the ballot box to get the leaders we need. And then we protest in the halls of power to make them do their jobs. But if we ever skip any of those steps, we get left out of the future. And so, yeah, I think when we put together the right to vote and the power of the vote, we create the future we want, and that's really what this election is about. We're talking about protecting your power and ending voter suppression, but again, we have a say in that. There's a lot of holidays. We talked about it coming <laughs> up, so why is it important to make a plan? So we need people to make a plan to vote because it is going to slip your mind. When you start thinking about your grocery list for Christmas dinner, when you've got to come up with all those gifts for Kwanzaa, <laughs> when you are planning your party, yeah. virtual and remote though it may be for New Year's, we don't want you to forget that you have an opportunity to change the future. And so we need you to make a plan to vote and to know what that looks like. If you go to peachvote.com, you can get all the information because there are three ways to vote in Georgia. Number one, you can vote by mail. And voting by mail works. If you want to request your absentee ballot, go to peachvote.com and request that ballot. The closer we get to the election, though, you need to plan on maybe not voting by mail. Yeah. So if you've requested your ballot, make sure you fill it out, make sure you turn it in. And in almost every single county in Georgia, you can take it to a Dropbox. Drop box. Yep. So if you go to, <laughs> to peachvote.com, you can get information about your drop boxes. The second way you can vote is in-person early voting. Georgia actually has pretty good rules about this. We get three weeks of in-person early voting. That means that you can go to any of the voting locations in your county and cast your ballot in person. You can do it safely, you can be socially distanced, mm -hmm. and you've got three weeks to get it done. So if you go to peachvote.com, you can find out where you can vote. And then of course, number three is last call. Last that call. <laughs> is January 5th. But we know in Georgia, January 5th can yeah. either be 87 degrees or yeah. we could be in a blizzard. <laughs> and so I urge us all yeah. <laughs> to make a plan to vote early uh, because we don't want to wait till the last minute. We don't know what's going to happen on January 5th, but we can control everything in between. Starting December 14th, show up in person to cast your vote. If you've applied for an absentee ballot, make sure you fill it out and return it as soon as you get it. And the big call to action is once you've made your plan to vote, tell your family they need a plan to vote. Mm. Then tell your friends they need a plan to vote. Then tell your frenemies they need a plan to vote. <laughs> <laughs> we need to believe that our voices matter yeah. and the best way to do it is to plan to show it. And that's where again? Peachvote.com. Peachvote.com and I'm just gonna say it, listen, we had that buzzer beater last time. We don't yes. necessarily want to know. Exactly. Like, we're fine with a blowout, right? Like, yeah, exactly. We're, we're fine with handling business early, having a blowout. If it does come down to the wire, okay, but vote early. Yes. I'm, I'm going to add one more thing. Mm -hmm. when, when we had those, con those congressional races in November, people were paying attention to the presidency. Yep. But there are two races, one in Iowa and one in New York. The one in Iowa is currently under dispute because it was six votes. Wow. to determine who gets to go to Congress. Six. Wow. And in New York State, it's 12 votes. Every vote counts. Wow. And like you said, I'd rather have a blowout. I don't, <laughs> I don't want to spend another three weeks trying to count <laughs> no. and recount and double count and undercount. I want us to know on the night of what happened. Yeah. Okay, so, and, and speaking of, I wanted to bring attention. A lot of people were really excited that State Farm had opened up they're doing it again. So for mm -hmm. if you had a routine, if you and your crew went, State Farm is open again. Can you just talk about even just teams, arenas, all 
joining in because to show how important this is. Well, Renee, part of what you helped launch, part of what More Than a Vote did, uh, what I just give such great credit to Coach Lloyd Pierce yes. for doing, is that they went beyond just saying go vote and did the work to make voting possible. And so State Farm Arena is going to be open and they're also going to open the Mercedes-Benz Stadium for part of early voting. So Beautiful. if you go to peachvote.com, if you live in Fulton County, two ways to early vote that were fast, efficient, get you in, get you out, get you back to doing That's your shopping. That's what I was going to say. That's what we fast. want. Fast. Like, I know a lot of people were talking about the lines and different things. There's options available. If you need to get mm -hmm. in and get, fat, get it in and out fast, Fulton County, we got Mercedes-Benz Stadium, State Farm Arena. Absolutely. Beautiful. But everywhere, we've been fighting to make certain in counties where we've seen them shrink the number of places to go and vote. Mm -hmm. We're getting them increased. Use your power. Use your right to vote. Get it done. Make a plan. Go to peachvote.com. Peachvote.com. Can't help but notice this beautiful mural behind us. I mean, it's very inclusive, but it looks like there's different artists. I believe there was four different artists mm -hmm. that created this together. Can you just talk about, because, you know, I heard a quote, and it was that there is no culture without art. Can you just talk about bringing art into CFC? So Civics for the Culture is about meeting people where they are. We are so excited to have you as a part of this conversation because you bring not only athletics, you bring a capacity for athletics being met with activism. The same thing is true for these artists. They took their personal perspectives on what it means to be heard, what it means to be denied a voice, yeah. and this extraordinary piece that they've put together really shows the weaving together of multiple cultures with a single common belief, which is that the vote to fight is how we get things done. And we need to understand that no matter where you begin, no matter what you call at your culture, when we bring it together, that's how we make the world what we see. I love that. And there's little murals around here, too, that if you, people might spot them out, they're going to be put yeah. in different areas of Georgia. So if you see one, take a photo, show yeah. us, because I think, I mean, this is beautiful. Well, look, you have an amazing Instagram presence. <laughs> yeah. I, I'm there. Yeah. I, I, <laughs> You're there, all right. No, you've got one. I, I, I'm right. there. But I can only imagine what it would look like to have all of these images yeah. captured by Georgians who are making their plans to vote, oh, but also God. just sharing this incredible art and the imagery of what it means to be connected by the fact that each of us knows that if we cast our ballot, we create the future. We protect our power when we cast Absolutely. a ballot. This artwork is a story. You know, I exactly. see storytelling throughout this artwork. So again, if you see this artwork throughout Georgia, take a photo, socially responsible though, not while you're driving, I don't want any problems, <laughs> but take a photo, appreciate the art because again, art is culture. Absolutely. And feel free to tag Renee, tag, tag me. Tag me, tag Fight. And how they tag you? On at Renee Montgomery on all social platforms. And I'm chatty, so tag me. Talk <laughs> to me. I talk back because this is important. And I love the inclusiveness. I see Latinx up there because, again, mm -hmm. culture is not just one thing. Exactly. And you can tag me at Stacey Abrams or at Fair Fight. This is Dr. Joy. In a world that sometimes feels uncertain, where communities can be disconnected, there are beacons of hope in your neighborhood. Introducing Neighbor to Neighbor, a California volunteers network. 
They believe that the people living all around you are your best bet at creating meaningful social bonds and preparing you for the next big weather event. Whether it's lending a helping hand to a neighbor in need or standing together in times of natural disaster, Neighbor to Neighbor empowers you to grow your community. Visit caneighbors.com to learn how you can help build a more connected community. Neighbor to Neighbor. It takes a neighborhood. Love collecting things? Time to add Goat Guns miniature models. These gun models are one-third to scale and one-tenth the cost of the real thing. These little bad boys are 4 to 11 inches in length and weigh up to one full pound. Build, collect, and customize your Goat Guns collection with attachments. Build your dream collection at GoatGuns.com.